0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program.
1: to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I'm just going to ask you a basic question. Who is in control of your money? It's, it's a simple question, right? And I would like you to seriously consider that question uh, because it is very serious to your financial well-being, both now and now. And in the years to come. So who is in control of your money? It it sounds pretty simple. It sounds like a real simple question, doesn't it? Well, that simple question is actually multifaceted because it doesn't specify whether I'm asking you about the money in your pocket now, the money in your bank account, the money that you're going to use to pay your house note or car note a year from now, or the money you're counting on in five years or even maybe fifteen years from now. So Consider first the money in your pocket or your purse. That's easy enough. Uh, you were pretty much in control of, of that stash of cash. Uh, and if, but how, you know, I got to point out, if you are married, then most likely your wife is in control of it. Uh, some of you guys might be, but we all know what, what goes on, you know, in the household uh, cash flow control game. But to some degree, The same is true about the money in your checking and savings account. And although banks pay you a paltry rate to safeguard your money while at the same time charging you triple or quadruple the amount when lending you money in the form of a house note or a car note. So do yourself a favor and be a good steward of this stash of cash. Uh, How you treat this money has ramifications on other areas of your finances, possibly even your credit score. Realistically, though, the money in your pocket or purse is just a fraction of your net worth. So let's let's consider some of these other monies that you, you may have uh, available to you. Let's talk about your, your 401k. Consider the next. Well, let's 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 talk about that money you've got in your investments. Uh, by now, most American workers have heard of a 401k plan. Countless financial magazines, books websites, radio hosts, television hosts and experts agree that the 401k is the best investment vehicle for the average investor to reach his retirement his, his retirement goals. But Is the 401k the powerful tool we were led to believe it is, or is it just brilliant marketing by Wall Street? And who's in control of your 401k? I I ask this not as a rhetorical question, but so that you can take a serious look at who really is and is not in control of your money. I'm going to disseminate the, the false notion that the 401k, or even the stock market in general, is a good place for you to invest your money. You know, I, I recently saw a uh, documentary on on a PBS station about how investors with big time money can easily manipulate a stock's price by buying huge chunks or huge blocks of a particular stock, which drove the stock's price up, that generated interest in that particular stock, leading the average investor like you or I to buy in to on this this you know super hot stock. Meanwhile as the average small investor buys in at an inflated price, the big time money investor sells at a profit and pockets a handsome gain. And and from there on out, it doesn't matter to him whether the stock price drops as he sold his position. Of course, the stock price will drop because of the selling off of the huge block of stocks and because the previous rise in price was not on company performance or fundamentals. It was actually an artificial increase. And, and this documentary was not... Not about the hedge fan, fund. And I can't talk. This documentary was not about the hedge fund managers of the 1990s or the 2000s. Nor was it about the the Dennis Levines or the Ivan Boskis of the 1980s. It was about practices back in the 1920s, predating the most famous stock market crash in history. In, in other words, these practices have been used for decades. The stock market of the 1920s was stacked against the average investor, just as it is in today day's markets. And in addition to manipulations caused by institutions with huge amounts of money to invest, consider what the stock market does every time there is uncertainty of any any kind. Take take a look at historical returns after events like 9-11 or the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, Also, I want you to think about how much the market reacts to every press conference held by the Federal Reserve chief. I mean, even the former Fed chief, Alan Greenspan, can send the market into a frenzy and he's not even the Fed chief anymore. Of course, some people have gotten rich in the stock market. I mean, there's there's that's true. I mean, some people have, in fact, employees of, you know. Organizations like Microsoft, uh, Facebook, Starbucks, uh, you know, have become millionaires because of the stock market. However, they became stock market millionaires not by playing the stock market as investors, but because of the capital raised by their company's stock. The stock market was designed as a way for companies to raise capital. That's, that's really what it's all about. It, it was not designed to fund the retirement of a nation's workers. That's not to say that you can't become rich by playing the stock market. I mean, you can, but the odds are not in your favor and it definitely does not favor the small investor. So. Have you ever heard the phrase, good help is hard to find? Well, it's true. And from the floor sweeper to the top dog, good help truly is hard to find. Take, for example, Dennis Kowalski of Tyco International. For the sake of brevity, I won't go into the detail about what a dirtbag this guy is, but if you don't know about him, then type his name into Google and read about how he stole millions of company dollars for his own personal use, or more accurately, for his own personal waste. Maybe some of you out there have even heard about companies like Enron and and how this one-time darling of, of Wall Street was cooking the books for years until the company imploded. Of course you've heard of Enron every investor worth his salt owned Enron. Did you? And as long as we're doing Google searches on dirtbags, go ahead and read up on Bernie Ebers and Scott Sullivan and Joseph Nachio and and John Riggis and the debacle of Health South and and read about the collapse of Bear Stearns. And the list goes on and on and on. And I'll tell you what, we're going to get back into this discussion about who controls your money when we come back from break on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor radio show.
2: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Talk 137. The right choice.
0: We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free.
1: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. If you would like to call in today, feel free to. Uh, You can get to us at 855-497-4335. Again, that new call-in number is this, 855-497-4335. If you have any questions about real estate, any comments you'd like to make, or just want to have a conversation with me regarding real estate, I'd be more than happy to Talk to you. Don't don't worry about the the topic that I'm talking about today. Um, we can talk about anything that's important to you. And in the last segment, we we were going over some of the dirt bags that are out there um, that you know have really manipulated uh, their companies and and which caused a lot of people to lose a lot of money in the stock market because of their their fraudulent ways. And and I've got to ask you this: Is it possible that fraud is still occurring today? And or have all of the dishonored executives already been caught. You know, the men that I mentioned previously were executives at at corporations that had millions of shares of stock owned by ordinary investors everywhere. And let me ask you this. Does it upset you, Democrats, that corporations donate millions of dollars of, of company profits to the campaigns of Republican candidates? Well, don't get upset because the exact same corporations also donate millions of dollars of company profits to the campaigns of your party, too. And does it upset you that your tax dollars have been used to bail out inefficient corporations that exercised bad business practices, yet the stocks of those corporations that had your 401k are still nearly worthless. I mean, you got to think about that. Take take GM, for example. Does it upset you that AIG gave company executives millions of dollars in bonuses after your st- tax dollars paid to keep them afloat? And how has AIG stock performed in your 401k in the meantime? Remember, these corporations have been widely held by millions of 401k plans. And so I've got to ask you, what's in your 401k plan? You know, most companies offer 401 40- 401k plans to their employees. However, the investment choices are often limited. For example, EFTs are a choice that may not be available to you. If, if your company has a plan with a giant investment house like Fidelity or T. Rowe Price, then you do have several choices, but for the most part, you are still limited to stock and bond mutual funds. And If those choices sound good to you, then you know, let's, let's go back to I'll tell you what, you, you need to go back to the beginning of the, the program and, and start listening again because they, they don't sound too good to me. And additionally, with the ongoing wave of layoffs sweeping across America, you know, when when they were going on, uh, when they, you know, right here in Texas, we we had layoffs. And I'm I'm going back a little bit of time, but you've got You've got to understand that these things occur in in cycles. They're they're systematic. Um, you know lower paying jobs coupled with a uh, drastic slashing of one's net worth net worth has left uh, millions of older american workers disillusioned with the false belief that their 401k's would be their saving grace in their golden years and i'll tell you i have talked to those people i am I, I, bold enough and i've i've had people say well you really you really ask people what's going on in their lives yeah i actually do it's called having a conversation and you know people have a story to tell and when you walk into um, you know, places where uh, you, you're seeing elderly people working. Uh, the, the first thing comes in my, to my mind is why. Now, some of them will tell you, "Yeah, the reason why I'm working is because well, I enjoy I enjoy working. You know, I can only go fishing so many times. I can only go enjoy the outdoors so many times. I, I like being around people. I want to work. Okay, well, that's that's totally fine. But then there's those that have to work. They're they are burdened by work because they have no other. Options available to them because their 401ks were were trashed. Um, they were trashed in the meltdowns of the the markets, and I'll tell you that's that's not a good thing, especially when you're in your golden years. You know, it almost makes the golden years a golden lie, but even before the massive number of layoffs swept across the country years ago, uh, even after the stock market boom of the Clinton era, most workers do not have nearly enough money in retirement funds to actually live and retire on. And, And with the recent market downturn, which is still going on, and its ongoing sideways trend, which is still going on, it will be difficult to increase the value of your 401k and difficult to fund it in an ailing job market if that occurs. So if the job market were to worsen, that will lead to an increasingly number of increasing, uh, increasing number of companies discontinuing the practice of contributing matching funds to employee 401k plans, or even hiring new employees as temporary status and thus not offering retirement plans at all. In fact, the most popular financial website, um, MSNBC, uh, recently released a report stating that a quarter of companies that have eliminated or plan to eliminate matching contracts. Contributions. You can go out there and Google it. Uh, it's out there on uh, my MSNBC if you're interested in finding it. So is it true? that the 401k industry and the traditional investing does make a lot of money for a lot of people. Well, just watch any football game televised in America and you'll you'll see that most of the advertising dollars are coming from beer companies, car companies and investment houses. And where do all these advertising dollars come from? Well, from you, of course, from your fees. If if the market goes down, you pay fees. If the market goes up, you pay you pay fees to interrupt your team's game on TV. Your fees also pay for glossy magazine ads and say, Money Magazine or Forbes. Uh, by the way, good good publications, but your fees also pay for limos and expensive suits and cruises and first class airline tickets, and even the latest iPhone. And have you ever lost money in the stock market only to hear that, you know, quote, now is a great time to buy in. I mean, you can see it on the news now, especially, especially if you want to. Let's talk about silver for a second. Um, That's, that's what I'm seeing on the news lately is that, you know, silver is at an all time low. And if it recovers to its all time high again, it's going to have a 200% uh, growth. Well, that to me is just speculating. And, and and does it make sense to catch a falling knife? What if your broker told you to continue betting on a losing horse? Exactly, what money are you supposed to buy in when when you just lost 40% of your net worth in the market? Remember that broker salaries are dependent not on market performance, but on making trades and bringing in more customers so that they can charge those customers additional fees. And along with reputable institutional investment houses, and, and there absolutely are reputable companies out there, don't get me wrong, I don't think that they're, they're all bad news, but do not forget the guys like Bernie Madoff and R. Allen Stanford, who have been accused of ripping off millions of dollars from investors, investors who gave complete control of their money over to these strangers because there was a time when they too were considered highly reputable. But please don't think that I'm lumping all investment companies in with the likes of Madoff and Stanford. Uh, I invested for years with with a I, I won't tell you who I invested with, and never made a si- single complaint. And I always received excellent customer service. I would say the same about um, maybe like Scott Trade, who I also used for years. And I never made any real money playing the stock market, but the companies I used seemed like good companies to me. And we'll be back with more of our discussion of who's in control of your money after this
2: we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com austin's talk 1370
0: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to
1: financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, uh, in the earlier segments of the show, um, I was pretty much just beaten up on the stock market and the 401ks and the fact that I just don't think you have control over your money. And I I cited some historical events that have occurred that have... you know help me to formulate uh, the argument that that I'm making today but let me be clear with you. I think that there is an alternative for you. I mean, you know, all, everything that I said so far in the show may sound pretty gloomy to you, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, it should, it should sound pretty gloomy to you. And and if you're just joining the show and you have no idea what we're talking about, I, I wish you could hit the rewind button on your radio, but you can't. So what you need to do is go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click on the radio tab. And what you're going to get is an opportunity to, to see all of our- podcasts uh, take a look for today's podcast just look at the date and time that uh, you know you're listening to the radio and then you'll be able to to match that. you can also match it by the uh, the, the title of the uh, the episode itself, which is you know who's in control of your money So what I'm getting at here is that I think there's an alternative for you and hopefully by now, you realize that the truth is you have very little control over your money if it's tied up in a 401k plan. I haven't even mentioned the fact that a 401k plan, it, you know, when you're you're messing with it, you're not even allowed to have access to your money until the age of 59 and a half. And if you try and access your money prior to the age of 59 and a half, you're going to pay like a 10% penalty just right off the top. So really, you have no control over your money without paying that hefty penalty. Penalty. And I'll tell you, if if you're in your 30s um, and you don't like the thought of not being able to use your money for the next 20 years, uh, listen up. And as you know, and I'm I'm in my 50s, and you know, fortunately, I don't have any money tied up in those things anymore. But if if I did, I'd be very concerned. And As a real estate investment group, obviously Lifestyles Unlimited feels that real estate is a better alternative to you and for you. It's an alternative that gives you much more control over your investment dollars and allows you to mitigate the things you are not able to control. So let's talk about what you can control. When you buy an investment in real estate, you have complete control over where you choose to buy that property. You know what part of town that property is going to be located in, the subdivision, the street, the nearby freeways, schools, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know the condition of the house before you commit to buying it because you've had a chance to inspect the property, or better yet, you can hire a professional home inspector to check out the condition of the property for you, which by the way i I'd, I'd highly recommend, especially if you 're a first time uh, real estate investor or you don't have too many properties under your belt, um, those home inspectors can can get out there and, and give you the the nitty gritty and the detail that you need so that you can make that informed decision now compare what I'm talking about, to buying stock in an American company that could have its headquarters offshore in order to avoid paying U.S. taxes, maybe it manufactures its goods overseas in China, assembles its goods in Mexico, then markets its goods here. Nothing against China or Mexico. My my point is this, aside from having less political stability in those countries than here in the United States, it is hard to know just where this company is actually located. I mean, think about it. It is not feasible to go inspect these companies in which you're going to invest your hard earned money. You cannot do a pre-purchase inspection like you could with a local property. And just as in stocks, when you buy real estate as an investment, you cannot control the market forces that dictate the asking price of the investment. However, unlike stocks, with real estate, you directly participate in the purchase price negotiations. And if you buy at the right price, then it doesn't matter if market fluctuations lower the price of your investment because the positive cash flow every month is bringing you a real return on your investment. And that's spendable money. That's money you can you can use to offset your, your, your bills and get you on the road to retirement. And if the market takes, let's say, Five years to rebound. Then all you did was collect five years worth of rent checks from your tenant. If if your stocks devalue, then what choice do you have? Uh, hold on until they rebound. Well, good luck if you own GM shares uh, back in the day, or or sell at a loss to preserve some of your working capital. You know, mutual fund managers are faced with scrutiny from shareholders, the media, and competitors in the industry, which puts them under tremendous pressure to perform well versus the market. And outperforming the market brings in more customers, which brings in millions of dollars in additional fees for them. As as an individual investor in real estate, you're not under any kind of pressure to outperform any other competitors. You are free to learn from your mistakes, however, we would suggest that you learn from everybody's successes instead of learning from mistakes. But by all means, if, if you do make some mistakes, you, you can learn from them. And no doubt, um, you'll make a couple of mistakes. It happens. But the point here is that you're not controlled by the pressure of shareholders. And, and one kind of event that no investor can control is a catastrophe or natural disaster. But of course, measures can be put into place to mitigate your losses. You are in control of how much insurance you place on your investment when you purchase a piece of real estate. Now, can you buy insurance for your stock portfolio? I think the answer there is no. The the best thing you can do to minimize your loss in the stock market is to put a stop loss in place. And that strategy is called buy high, sell low. You can, however, buy insurance on your real estate investments. And obviously, not even the most savvy investor could have controlled the path and magnitude of, of something like Hurricane Ike But when I had thousands of dollars worth of damage done to my properties due to the storm Can you guess what happened? Yep? I got a check from the insurance company for thousands of dollars. My loss was zero. The best part is that my renters actually are the ones who are paying for the insurance premiums every month. I mean, when you sit down and, and look at it, they're they're paying me rent, and then I turn around, and with that rent check, I, I pay the, uh, the mortgage payment. I make sure that the taxes are paid. Um, I make sure that the insurance is paid on the property. Uh, I make sure that any uh, management or maintenance costs are, are included in that, and whatever Left over is my money, and and once you own a property, you have complete control over who you allow to live there. You can do a background check to make sure that your renter has a good rental history and a credit history and a back criminal background check that is acceptable to your standards. And of course, nothing is foolproof, but this is a much greater level of control than you would have than if you'd bought stock in a company. So. When you buy stock, you do not have any control over the company or the decisions that company makes with your money. Sure, you get a few proxy votes concerning the board of directors, but realistically, you have no control over those few minuscule votes. And remember, the board of directors could include guys like Jeff Skilling or, or Ken Lay of Enron fame. And do you really want those guys controlling your money? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I certainly don't want those guys controlling my money. And you know, it brings up it brings up a good thought. And, and here's here's the good thought that I have is that when when and it's not really a good thought, it's a good thought to me, may not be a good thought to you. But here's the thought. Anyhow, you know, I got damaged by the stock market crash of 2000. I got damaged again in two thousand and seven and and finally I learned my lesson, and I finally pulled what little capital I had back out of the stock market now i had I had people telling me I was nuts, I was crazy i shouldn't have done that sort of stuff and the The end of the day may, maybe not, but you know when when I look at what I did with the money with regards to putting it into residential income producing real estate, it performed much better for me, and I could sleep at night i, I can 't tell you how how crazy it was when i'd wake up in the morning and i was living on the west coast and i'd have to go right to the uh, the stock reports you know because the market would open up at 6:30 in the morning and i'd have to check my stock and see how it was doing only to find that the darn thing had fallen like 10 or 12 points and i didn't even have a chance to do anything hey when we come back we're going to wrap up our uh, discussion of who's in control of your money on the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show
2: What would two to $500 extra income a month do for you? It's one of the five ways investment real estate earns money. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we will show you how. Lifestyles Unlimited has been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. The first way is cash flow. Cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. When you have cash flow, you have income. You buy a piece of real estate where the rental income is greater than the monthly income by a decent margin. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about proper cash flow and other ways that real estate makes you money. To learn how to attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com, lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com
1: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Uh, today's show, we're just we're asking the question who's in control of your money? And if you're you're just tuning into the show, you've missed a lot of information. I've I've talked about the stock market, I've talked about your 401ks, I've talked about, you know, who's really in control of that money. And you know, the sad the sad the sad uh, reality is it's it's probably not you unless you're investing in income producing residential real estate because when you're investing in real estate you have much more control over your money you've got much more control over um, what you do with your money and whether or not you you make an investment in something as opposed to like a, oh I don't know like a mutual fund where investments are made on your behalf you don't even know who the heck is in your mutual fund as far as the companies or the shares of ownership or things like that except for the few of you that actually do the research, but the majority of you, you don't do the research. And you know why I know this? Because I didn't do most of the research either. It's just too cumbersome and it's too hard to keep up with all of that. But regardless of where you choose to invest your money, the recommendation I would give is to keep as much control of your money as you can. Nobody has your interests at heart like you do. You can trust your money to strangers or you can trust yourself and to review what you can and cannot control, just remember that with stock investments, you cannot control market manipulations, whether they are intentional or caused by outside forces. But if you buy a piece of property at a good price relative to the market value, and you don't have to then you and you don 't have to worry about what the market does, okay wh- what am I getting at here? Okay, if you buy a property at a discount of twenty five percent relative to market conditions and then the market drops by twenty five percent you 're still doing okay. Remember again though that with real estate, you are more concerned about the cash flow. The direction of the market is not the most crucial factor and If you do own property, then keep control of your liabilities with good insurance coverage. You cannot insure your stock portfolio against loss, but you can insure your property. In fact, you can't get a loan from the bank without having insurance in place. So keep control of who you allow to live in your property. Keep expenses under control, and lastly, keep on investing the smartest way you can by keeping control of your own money and investing in real estate is is You know, it's really just a few clicks away and I'll tell you what, let me, let me do this for you. Let me, let me talk to you about some, some different ways you can become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited because at the end of the day, we, we believe that real estate investing is, is the way to go. And that's why we're a real estate education and mentoring company. We've been doing it for over 29 years and we're darn good at it. Um, So let me give you a couple options here. If you know. If you know, if you're sitting there right now and you know you're ready to take action, you've listened to the show, you've listened to Del Walmsley's show, maybe you've been to one of our free workshops, but for whatever reason you had not taken action, okay, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. It's actually an opportunity that Del Walmsley, our founder, is giving you. Um, we just recently opened an office in, in Phoenix. So he founded a new office outside of the state of Texas. So as a result of that, what he wants wants to do is he wants to give you a founder's special. In other words, you can join Lifestyles Unlimited for an incredibly discounted price. And I'll tell you what, the, the cost of membership is already a, a great price to begin with. You get a lot for what you pay. Um, but when when he decides to take 67% off of that already low price, you're really just getting a steal. You're, you're stealing the whole thing. So if, if you know you're ready to get started, you know you want to get to a two-day financial freedom workshop uh, where we, we tell you everything you need to know from A to Z on how to invest in single family and multifamily properties, then what you want to do is this. Go to the website, buymylifeback.com. That's buymylifeback.com. When you get there, what I want you to do is I want you to just go ahead and scroll down, read, read through all the different membership benefits that you get for your one year of, of services that you're procuring. And As you get through all of that, you're going to see the order portion. Now, the order portion is going to give you the normal price, but before you put any of your demographic information in as to who you are, et cetera, et cetera, what I want you to do is I want you to find the the box that says promo code. When you get to that box, I want you to type in my name, Al. It's as simple as that, A-L, and then hit the apply button, and what you're going to see is you're going to see that dramatic price reduction take effect. I'll tell you, it is is by far the the best pricing that that I think we have ever had uh, for anyone to join Lifestyles Unlimited. So when when you get that apply and you see that the price has been uh, reduced, go ahead and put your demographic information in there, go ahead and enter your credit card information, and let's get you going as a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. Once you do this, you'll be contacted by our member services team. Uh, They will follow up with you with uh, making sure that uh, the, the the contract for services is, is sent to you so that you can review it and sign it and send it back. Uh, and then more importantly, they're gonna get you on the road to financial freedom. Now, let's say let's say you're not ready. You're, you are not ready to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. You're, you're still kind of testing the waters. Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard this radio show, so you're kind of floored by you know what, what we're actually talking about here. Um, in that case, what I'm gonna recommend you do is go to one of our free workshops. Now our free workshops can be found all across Texas and, and literally across the nation. And what's important about these free workshops is it gives you additional information over and above what we provide to you on on this particular show. And it, it's gonna, Teach you about how to how to adjust your mindset from a, a middle class mindset to a millionaire's mindset. We, we talk about the five different ways we make money in real estate. We're going to give you a single family and a multi family uh, case study. We're going to show you how we buy these types of properties and why we buy them the way we do and what what the results are when when you buy based on our methodology for buying properties. And the easiest way to get to a free workshop is is as simple as this. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That's a completely different website. This is our main website, okay? Not the one I gave you before. That's that's for those of you that know that you're ready to sign up. But for those of you that are, are still on the fence, you wanna come check out a free workshop, we encourage you to do that. You're gonna get a lot of great information. We're gonna spend about an hour and a half together, and, and I'll tell you, you're gonna walk out of that that hour and a half uh, knowing that you got some great information, and more importantly, uh, you will have had the opportunity to become a member of lifestyles unlimited at that free workshop but what you're going to do is go to lifestylesunlimited.com and when you get there just go to the uh, view workshops button when you click on that you're going to see a map of the united states when you see that map of the united states you you'll know what to do pick pick your state and get yourself registered so Those are the two places I think you need to go. To be honest with you, if you're ready to be a member, go to buymylifeback.com. Enter the promo code of AL. If you're not sure you're ready to be a member yet, you need some more additional information. Go go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the uh, View Workshops button. Get yourself registered for one of our free workshops so that we can tell you the good news of what we do in our organization. Now, getting back to you know where where you've who controls your money is is the, the topic we're talking about, you know, you really have to ask yourself what's in your wallet. And I don't, I don't mean to, you know, rip off somebody else's, uh, advertising slogan. Um, that's not, that's not what I mean. What, what I mean is this. Who is in control of your money? Is it you? Do you have control over your investments, or are you merely funding an investment model that is, you know, doing what it wants to do with your money? I'll tell you, when I was, when I was, you know, back in the fund, when I was, in, I was not a financial planner, but when I had a financial planner, that financial planner basically told me what mutual funds I needed to invest in. So, you know, I, f- I figured the financial planner knew what he was doing, so I invested in those those funds. You know, I found out years later that the reason he had me investing in those particular funds was because. Half of what I put in was was essentially a commission and a fee for the first year of ownership in that fund. That meant for every dollar that I was putting in for an investment, fifty cents of it was going into somebody 's pockets okay, and fifty cents was actually buying me the mutual fund itself now within that mutual fund uh, the the individual stocks are traded. So, the, the mutual fund manager will make decisions based on um what what assets they think need to be in the fund based on what the fund is supposed to do and what uh, other parameters they use. But every time they make a change in stock, there is a fee associated with that change in stock, whether they're adding stock, they're subtracting stock, which is really buying and selling stock. There's a fee associated with that. So if you go back to my example of you've got you know a dollar going in $0. 50 cents of it's going into somebody's pocket $0. 50 cents is actually buying the stock but then within that stock there's there's microtransactions that are that are happening not even $0. 50 cents of my money was actually working for me now compare that to real estate and I'll tell you 100% of my money is working for me 100% of my the time in real estate it is it is a tangible form of investment it is in my opinion the right form of investment and you know what it should be the right form of- investment for you too. Well, we're at the end of today's show. Hope that we provided you some insight on who's in charge of your money. And remember, everything we do at Lifestyles Unlimited is not about the money, but it's all about achieving that lifestyle.